0: And I want you to get it straight. This is General Walter O'Reilly. Three stars and real mad.
1: BJ? Yeah. Visit me a couple hundred times, will you? At least. But right. I and to avoid the inevitable argument. Dismissed. That's right, Frank. I disgust you with everyone I know. They all think you're disgusting. Radar, what's this requisition for 300 rubber gloves?
0: We're almost out, sir. On New Year's Eve, we use them for balloons. Oh, yeah. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 podcast. I am one of your co hosts, Kenny. And joining me once again, Simon.
2: Ladies.
0: And Al.
3: Gentlemen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Today we're discussing season five, episode four, Out of Sight, Out of Mind. This is the 101st episode overall, directed by Gene Reynolds, written by Kim Levine and David Isaacs. Originally aired on October 5th, 1976, and the production code is U806. Hawkeye.
3: Yeah. Wake up, Hawkeye. The stove in our tent went out. Again? It's freezing in there
1: it's warm in here
3: there are four of us
1: i know i should have gotten a bigger bed can you people hold it down i mean show some consideration i don't remember leaving a wake-up scream
3: thanks hawkeye you're the only one who can fix it yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. bj if i'm not back in five minutes don't come and get me thank you
0: thank you hawkeye it's freezing
1: Well, what do you expect springtime in korea
0: you should feel honored we chose you because you have the best hands in camp
1: (laughs) i try to keep in touch
0: be careful hawkeye oh
1: knock it off pierce call the 121st evac I want their ophthalmologist tell them we got a boy with flash burns. Major James Overman get his up here pronto
2: and the plot summary for this episode Hawkeye is temporary blinded whilst trying to fix the nurse's furnace Jeez. and Frank finds a surefire way to win bets on baseball games
1: I'm Dr Pierce, anybody home? Hi. <sighs> Tell me what this says, will you? You're a real funny man, aren't you? Come on, fella, give me a break. Can't you see I can't see? No, no,
3: I can't. I'm sorry, what happened? The grenade landed 10 feet in front of me. I caught most of the stuff in the face.
1: And you? I offered a light to a temperamental gas heater. I didn't get your name.
3: Oh, I'm I'm Tom Straw.
1: Hiya. Hi. Hawkeye Pierce.
3: Where are you from, Tom? San Francisco. Beautiful city. Yeah. I'm looking forward to getting back and not seeing the Golden Gate.
1: You trying to depress me?
3: No, no, I'm
1: too busy depressing myself. Look, you're alive. Maybe you should feel lucky. Do you feel lucky, Hawkeye? Not lately. What'd you do back in San Francisco? Taught high school English. Oh, you can still teach. Be grateful you're not an airline pilot or a truck driver. Or a doctor. Right. Pierce, I thought we agreed we were going to stay on our bed. No, we agreed that we were going to loosen that kid's bandage, did we? I was on a break. Burns, I swear I'm a better doctor blind than you are with both eyes. Nurse! Yes, doctor? Kelly, help me rebandage that kid down there, and then I want you to fill me in on everybody in here. Frank, you can go back to what you were doing. Nothing.
3: Guest stars. While well, we had Tom Sullivan playing Tom Straw, blind in real life, Tom has used his disability to his advantage as not only in acting, but also as a motivational speaker.
0: Very cool. We have Judy Farrell, plays Nurse Abel. This is the first of eight appearances for Judy in MASH. She was the wife of Mike Farrell, who, of course, played BJ. And Enid Kent plays
2: Nurse Bigelow again. This is a first of many episodes for Enid. She also appeared in the comedy TV series Family Ties. Love that mm-hmm. show.
0: Oh, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And Bobby Mitchell
3: played Lieutenant Gage. This is Bobby's last appearance in
0: MASH. Mm, she had been with us for a while. Yeah.
3: Well, she went yeah. on to Quincy.
0: <laughs> no. then we had Dudley Knight who played Major Overman Dudley sadly passed away in 2013 he had 21 credits in his IMDB page and of course Kelly Nakahara
2: returns as Lieutenant Kelly Yamoto.
1: Pierce you disgust me that's right Frank I disgust you with everyone I know they all think you're disgusting handicapped people usually know how to act properly oh come on Frank I'm just trying to keep busy look I even made your bunk that's a good job Pierce but it's not regulation. The U.S. goes on the outside of the blanket. I wore this with just you in mind. You make me want to throw up. See, it pays to dress.
0: Hey, Hawkeye, did you really make Major Burns' bunk?
1: Why not? I'm used to short-sheeting in the dark. It's me, Corporal Klinger. I heard the hair on your legs rustling.
0: Hey, Hawkeye, it's okay if I go over to the mess tent. They got fried shrimp for lunch, but you gotta be one of the
1: first six guys in line. Bon appetit. I mean yes? Yes, yes. How you doing, Captain? I feel as good as I look. Hey, clinger. Silk, right? Always bright and breezy. Listen, Captain. I brought you something. Good. Never sit on the edge of the bed and tell me when you're gone. Sorry, sir. All I got for you is this. In case you ever need us, just toot. Ah. Perfect. It was either that or a howitzer. I can't get my lips around a howitzer. Ah. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Works like a charm. Winger, would you like to escort me to the art museum? We don't have an art museum. Then I'll settle for the latrine. Your limo awaits. Lead on, McDuff. Don't hit that. I'm sorry.
0: All right, let's go ahead and start discussing this episode. Al, would you like to start us off? Why, on? oh why,
3: oh why, did they go to Hawkeye to fix their stove? Oh, Is he no. the only one in the camp that can fix it? I mean, how about, oh, I don't know, a
0: mechanic or possibly any other person besides a key medical personnel. Well, why? You know, I mean, then there'd be no story. <sighs> he wouldn't have gone temporarily blind. And it'd been really well, boring that... story. Well, there could have been. Yeah. Okay, why not have
3: Hawkeye in in I don't know, you know, in surgery or something, and have something splash up in his eyes? Why does it have to be this?
0: That's true. Yeah, there could have been a better way.
3: This was just as dumb to me as sending Hawkeye and Trapper out to defuse a bomb. (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh. And Frank scamming uh, on the baseball game. I thought that was just awesome. I thought that was good. Only Frank would come up with something that devious and actually carry through with it. (laughs) Uh, But the good thing about this episode was that it it actually showcased Hawkeye's overall attitude. I mean, he's generally a positive person. And when most everyone else in the world would have been incredibly negative and depressed, especially a doctor, he's hiding or he's finding the positive and and he's learning things. He's kind of hiding and, and pushing down the depression. And that's what I love about his character, that he's always he's always positive. Yeah. And uh, I, I liked how we developed a little bit of radars, you know, ra- radar. <laughs> <laughs> Choppers. <laughs> really? Yeah. Ooh. And Hawkeye should change his name to Daredevil. He probably would have been a better Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> probably would have been a mo- better movie, too. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was an okay episode, but, you know, it's just a little bit too much for me. Something yeah. I couldn't watch again and again.
0: Yeah. How about you, Meds?
2: Uh, Yeah, about the same. Uh, I I, I don't get the sending the lead surgeon, the chest cutter, the guy who, you know... Pretty much saves lives. ...experimental surgery into a tent to attend something in which really, when you think about it, anybody could have dealt with, you know, even the nurses. Uh, It's just beyond me. I, I, I much would have preferred him maybe getting like the the camp was hit by shrapnel mm-hmm. or something or he had dust flying in and hitting him in the face and something like that some more to do with the war um, as opposed to him being in the the tent doing that but as you say as kenny says you know at the end of the day it, it is a plot point um yeah. and, and a, a weak one at that i mean maybe a bad one yes well, why not yeah, have this um, still blow up or something at least that yeah, would have been. Yeah, at least, least we could. Yeah, alcohol. Yeah. alcohol in his eyes would 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 be better. Glass. Yeah, isn't there a,
0: an but, episode where the the thing that steams their uh, instruments blows? Oh, the
2: autoclave. Yes. The yeah. The and door.
0: It, yeah. The door. Takes blows out Clinger's off. eyes or somebody else's eyes. <laughs> Bj, one of those guys. Think,
2: yeah, it's one of them. Yeah, but it's like it's. I mean, there are some nice bits in it where he's he's appreciating being able to listen to things, but I, I don't buy it. Yeah. Um And I, I know we only have twenty five minutes for this episode but the trouble is with that is that you, you're kind of like unless it's unless it's written in a script where it's over a certain amount of time then fine but this is it doesn't give you any kind of time frame you, it's near enough possibly one or two days I, I don't I don't buy the fact that he'd be so so calm mm-hmm. about it all because mm-hmm. it's it's he he loves his job he loves the ladies he's his whole thing is is it, I can understand what I was saying about him being a positive character, and it is a good trait of Hawkeyes, and it is the, the thing that you want to see in a war TV programme, the positivity side of things instead of being bleak. But it's just that thing of, you know, I, I've been in a situation where I've lost my sight for a bit when I was younger, when I first started wearing glasses, and I, I, I panicked, and admittedly, OK, I was really quite young, but if I think about it now, and I suddenly lost, you know, because was, was he doesn't know, he's temporary blinded, yeah. You know, it, they don't tell him it's, oh, yeah, you're going to be fine. If you knew you're going to be fine tomorrow, then finally you think to yourself, oh, Macy's a bit of a pain in the ass, but still, hey-ho, be all right. He doesn't know that. As far as he's concerned, he's lost his sight. So if I put myself in that position, I'm not going to be able to see my daughter again. I'm not going to be able to see the Christmas tree I'm looking at. I'm not going to be able to see places I've never been, my friends. I don't think I'll be that calm. Maybe after about six months when the realisations kicked in and, and your body's, you know, and your hearing adapts, and that's another thing, your hearing doesn't adapt like yeah. that straight away, <laughs> you know, it takes a while. But again, you know, it is 25 minutes, it, you know, we haven't got, you know, can't spread an episode out over six months. Uh, but I think that's the, you know, if you, if, you, if that doesn't bother you, if you're happy to let that go, yeah, it's quite a nice episode. It's quite a calming and, and as Al says, a positive episode. But if you can't let that little thing go, I think it stays on your mind and it ruins it a bit. But, but funny enough, it's not a terrible episode, actually. It's, it's, it's still in the, 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 seven out of tens for me. Um, but you know, there you
0: go. Well, yeah, you guys just ruined the episode for me. I actually really, <laughs> really enjoyed it. <laughs> but I, I, but, you know, I, you all have great points, but I was able to look past all that and it didn't let it bother me. Yeah. So I, got, I got the really good Hawkeye. I just, I thought this was a really good Hawkeye episode and I loved his whole conversation with the blind man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, oh, I that, was let, really good. that was really good. I love the interaction. Yeah. I just love the writing of it. It was so well done. Um, I loved Radar's impression, uh, uh, impersonating the general to get the mm. eye doctor there. Now look, you dumb clerk. I'll tell you this once, and I want you to get it straight. This is General Walter O'Reilly, three stars and real mad. If Major Overman isn't over here, by the time they crack my powdered eggs for breakfast, I'll have you digging a latrine for every GI in Korea. You got that? That was funny. Uh, I have in my note great prank of a uh, prank, yes. but I have n- no idea what what prank was. Probably
3: what, what it? they pulled on him at the end when they listened and then recorded it.
0: Oh yeah. yes, yeah. Oh um, yes, yeah. yeah that, yes.
1: Indians lead it five to four at the bottom of the ninth. One out, and the Yanks going get something going here. Right. Rizzuto steps back in. The pitch swung on and missed. Strike two. 0-2 to Rizzuto. Big Bob Lemon goes into his windup. Here comes the pitch. Line drive, base hit to left. How about that? Listen to that crowd. It's five to four Indians. One out in the bottom of the ninth. Coming up for the Yankees, Gil Mitchell. Red hot, hit red hot. Peanuts here. Goulash. Here's the next pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike one. Infield looks for a bunt. Please say can't you and me now. Here, Get up, baby. Wind up and the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Wait a minute. He caught part of it. The ball rolls out to short. Picked up. Over to second. Back to first. Double play. Cleveland wins it five to four. That score again. Cleveland five, Yankees four. That'll do it for tonight. This is Brian Moxie signing off. This program will be repeated at 1,200 hours on the Armed Forces Radio Network.
0: That's what I meant, yes. That, that was so well done. Like you said, it was just a really, you know, skeevy thing that Frank <laughs> did. He would do it, I and mean, I would ex- expect him to do that. But I love the fact that it backfires yeah. on them, and everyone's, you know, the crowd mentality is to, to lynch him. Um, If they ever catch him, which is funny because I love that he's running through the the OR and then they look out the window and he runs back across with the crowd of people. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was just well done. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I was able to look past all the little faults and, you know, all the the bad writing um, yeah. to just really enjoy what it was. And it, I thought it was a really good Hawkeye episode. And I it's one I could watch, you know, over and over again and, and really enjoy. Yeah. It. So, you know, teach their own, I guess
1: mm-hmm welcome aboard thank you radar it's been wonderful traveling with you will you be
0: needing me anymore sir
1: i uh, know but if you're ever in town again i'll give you a call
0: <coughs> okay sir
1: beach yeah how's the uh straw kid doing okay we're about to send him down to the 121st i, I want to see him right away mr straw yes
3: i have here hawkeye pierce the new boy in your english class ah uh, yes pierce third row second seat big mouth The very same. How you doing, Tom? Not very well. I tried to write a letter to my wife this morning. I only got as far as dear Marilyn.
1: Try darling, I'm coming home. She'll be thrilled. How thrilled will she be when I tell her the rest? Don't sell her short. Captain, which one is Straw T.S., Lieutenant? Right here. moving out sir moving out i'd like you to write to me only if you promise not to send the letters back corrected it's a deal i really want to know how things turn out for you thanks give my regards to mill valley and remember me to union square so long guys bye
0: It's time for some behind-the-scenes. I think Meds has our first one.
2: Yeah, I do. Um, Pierce blinded, knowing that there was nobody in the bed, says, sorry, Claude Rains. And this is a reference to the movie The Invisible Man, which came out in 1933. Ah.
3: And this is the first of 17 episodes written by Levine and Isaacs, occasionally joined by other writers. The last were episodes 177 and 178.
0: Cool. This is the last of 15 appearances by Bobby Mitchell, as I mentioned. As playing various nurses, the first episode was episode twenty, wow. so she has been in for a while. Yeah, yeah. and as we mentioned earlier, uh, this
2: is the first of seven appearances by Judy Fowle as Nurse Abel. Her last appearance, of course, was in the final episode.
3: Oh. After Radar has read Hawkeye's letter, Major Burns comes in whistling. The song he's whistling is anybody, anybody? Bueller, Bueller? <laughs> Three Blind Mice.
0: I thought that was perfect. It's totally, totally, totally cool. It's so horrible, but yeah, that's so funny.
1: Beach, let's get in the Jeep and go for a ride. You drive. Okay. All right, I'll drive. Look, will you settle down for five minutes? Sit down. I know what you're trying to do, and I know how you feel. No, I don't think you do. You don't want to think about what might happen, so you keep running. No, that's not it. That's not it. No. Look, look, look. When, when Dr. Overman comes in here and unwraps my package, I hope to God I'll have my sight back, but something fascinating's been happening to me. What's that, huh? One part of the world is closed down for me, but another part has opened up. Sure, I, I, I keep picturing myself sitting on a corner with a tin cup selling thermometers, but I'm going through something here I didn't expect. This morning I spent two incredible hours listening to that that rainstorm. And I and I didn't just hear it, I was part of it. I bet you have no idea that, that rain hitting the ground makes the same sound as steaks when they're barbecuing. Or that thunder seems to echo forever. And you wouldn't believe what how funny it is to hear somebody slip and fall in the mud. I've, it had to be burned. These this is full of trapdoors, but I, I... I think there may almost be some kind of advantage in this. I've never spent a more conscious day in my life.
0: All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH4077podcast. And you can follow
2: us on Twitter, at mash 4077 podcast and you can follow me at hawkeye meds you can find me kenny at geeky fanboy
3: and i am at tales podcast and we have a totally radical website man you can find that at www.mash4077podcast.com
2: and you can send us your feedback to mash4077podcast at gmail.com and we even have a very cool store
3: where you can buy all kinds of neat stuff all with the mash 4077 logo on it even has our pictures i've seen it pretty cool stuff you can find our online store at www.zazzle.com forward slash mash 4077
2: podcast and remember you can follow us on itunes direct download or of course from stitcher radio just search for mash 4077 podcast
0: All right, so I think that's going to do it for this episode. I think I enjoyed it a little bit more than the fellas.
3: See, it's always one and two.
0: Mixing it up. (laughs) Well, I'm Kenny.
3: I'm Simon. And I'm Peter of the Tribe Pan. And we'll be seeing
0: ya.
1: Sorry I was late, Hawkeye. I couldn't get a chopper. That's all right. I was just sitting around listening to myself sweat. Now, Hawkeye, shade your eyes. Now open them slowly. Well? Five, right? Yeah. They work. <laughs> Here's the results of yesterday's game Yanks eight, Indians one. For
0: those who'd like to collect, Major Burns is in postdoc.
1: Well, that score can't be right. I listened to the game and.
0: Uh-uh.
3: Major. Oh,
1: Thanks. Hey, Major. Thanks, Jim. compound is the most beautiful thing i've ever seen congratulations you're a lucky guy yeah i got lucky twice first i got the chance to see without my eyes and then i got them back
0: Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short lived TV series Alien Nation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com.
3: My name is Al.
1: And I'm Joyce.
3: And we're We're huge huge Disneyland Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth to share that passion with others.
2: That's right. On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland Resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often-overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun.
3: And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland podcast at www dot and in iTunes
2: and remember make, make it, it a, a Mickey, Mickey day.
0: day mash 4077 podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a creative Commons attribution non-commercial no derivatives works 3.0 United States license all rights reserved this is the hundred this is the hundred oh my gosh Sure,
2: fire, way to win, gets, bets, bets, uh, not gets. <laughs> Pierce, blinded, knowing that was, uh, so. Pierce, blinded, knowing that was nobody. Uh,
0: that there was nobody in the bed. That there, yeah. Okay. Yeah.